episode 14 we are working on what is it like that's what like three and a half months we're coming up on a, we're coming up on four months here that's we've been doing this a lot this been a doing lot it for about. most of the season and uh this was one of the biggest bummers of the 14 weeks so far for sure it was a down week well it's there's the games are starting to mean more and the A's are starting to play worse so it's, it's bad. a bad formula i mean i guess launch right into it but um, on oof. Tuesday, the week actually started out great. The A's had won two games in a row against the Yankees last week. Off day Monday, Tuesday, they stomped the Tigers 9-3. to It was a fairly massive day for the offense, including a two-home run day by Matt Chapman. Mark Canna hit his first home run of what would be four on the week, so he's getting hot. Yeah, I didn't even really notice that until we were looking at the numbers right before this. Well, he just popped he one out. Huge week. Popped one out in the ninth inning, like when we had all stopped watching these later games yeah. that stunk. Yeah, uh, um, dude, dude, his OPS plus, his OPS on the week is like thirteen over thirteen. It's good it's, stuff. Uh, yeah, thirteen oh eight, quite good. Twelve hits, three hits by Harrison, two by Marte, two by Olson, and. Only Gomes and Murphy didn't get hits. So it was just a great day for the offense. All in all, the offense seems to be doing pretty well. They um, had Scooble was the opponent that day, and he had nothing for them. Cole Irvin, unfortunately, didn't really pitch that well. He didn't do terribly, but he didn't go very deep. Four and two-thirds, gave up three runs, seven hits, two walks. Um, yeah, Bullpen. The Cole Irvin thing might be falling apart a little bit, and we will revisit that later. Yeah, it seems like a few pieces of the rotation have been, uh, they've been falling apart a little bit. Yeah, they've been probably hitting a wall in terms of physical. It's true. I mean, a lot of them haven't haven't ever pitched this deep. Yeah. So. The bullpen held it down that day, though. Garrett, Petit, Chafin, and Puck. Finished it off strong, and the A's won, and everyone was happy. The A's had won three in a row. They were, yeah, things were good. And then the next day, the A's blew a game. Shocker. They were up 6-3 in the top of the fifth, and they allowed five unanswered runs to lose, 8-6. to six. Um AJ Puck and Yusmero Petit gave up three of three of those runs from the bullpen. Je- Jeffries gave up another one. Caprillion really didn't pitch well on the day either, though. He went four innings and gave up four earned runs himself, walking three. So between James Cap and Cole Irvin, it's um it's a problem. The A's might need to fix, and I'm not sure how they're gonna do it. Yeah. Starling Marte hit a home run, and that was cool, but the A's lost, and that was not cool. No, it sucked. And then the A's won on Wednesday, and is at I think at the time I was telling myself if they can win the Tiger Series, then it's going to be okay, and if they lose the Tiger Series, it's all over. So that's going to be a common theme in my head, and I'm sure <laughs> many of your heads for the next three weeks. Uh, A's won 8-6 to six on Wednesday. Oh, I'm sorry. No, that is correct. The score was flipped, 8-6 to six on Wednesday. 
the hits came again. It was another 12-hit effort. Um, Chris Davis had two hits, including an RBI double. And Jan Gomes had two hits. Jed Lowry had a big three-run home run. Mark Canna, again, with a home run. His 14th on the year. Lowry and Canna each hit their 14th home run. Yeah, that Lowry home run was big. It was huge. Especially after how how badly they fell apart the day before. Yeah, they, to come out right in the first inning and just put runs on the board, it was awesome. The scary part and is... they went back to back. That was cool. That was we really cool. Been, that, you know, we've been talking about more, that. but that was cool. The scary part, though, is the A's were up 8-0 after four innings, and life was great. And then they allowed six unanswered runs, including a five-run five run seventh inning. Um, Guerra gave up three in the seventh. He didn't get a single out. And then Chafin and Romo came in and shut it down, luckily. It looked like the A's were going to blow another one, and they didn't. Um, just barely. Just barely. Good thing, too, because they had plenty of blowing to do in the Toronto series. Yeah, in so many ways. Um so, yeah, then we are getting into Friday. Um, and for most of the game, it was going great. I mean, uh, they were hitting the ball all over the park. Um, Manoa, Manoa, I guess Manoa got through five, but he wasn't fooling anyone. They were hitting the ball really hard off of him. He looked real bad in the first, but he settled down for a while. Um, and then, I mean, they scored two in the first, two in the fifth, two in the sixth, two in the seventh. Um they were up 8-2, things were going great, and then the bullpen gave up nine runs between the 8th and the ninth inning, um, punctuated by Marcus Simeon hitting a three-run homer in the bottom of the ninth off of Sergio Romo. Um, so it was just a disaster. It was, it, I don't know, I've never seen anything, I pro- I mean, I have, but it was, it was unbelievable. It was an unmitigated disaster. Sean Manaya stepped up big time. He went seven innings, struck out nine. After seven, it was like everything was fine. In the uh, they were up eight to two. You know, eight to two with six outs left. You know, I mean, you... It's, it's the type of thing that you could literally throw a high school pitcher out there, and he might be able to get the job done like yeah. nine out of ten times. And they, we are, and it was, uh, you know, Trevino, Petit, and Romo. And I mean, that's if those guys, if we can't rely on those guys for the rest of the season, then we're in trouble. They we're needed in trouble. Six outs to not give up nine runs. Nine runs. Nine runs. Yeah. So, um, because Marcana and they couldn't do it. Um, Marcana hit another hit. I think this was his third home run of the week. Yep. In the top of the ninth, to make it ten, they blew three separate leads. They were up two nothing. They gave that up. They were up eight to two. They gave that up. They were up ten to eight. They gave that up. I mean, that's it's misery. It was miserable. It was miserable. It was the miserable first. Miserable is pretty much the only way to say that. It was and the first is, uh, first game I've been able to watch with my father in years. I went. I struggled so hard because my dad gets Dish Dish Network, which doesn't have NBC Sports anymore. So I had to get a free trial of Fubo TV and it was working and the A's were smashing and Manaya was dealing and we were so happy and then we sat down for dinner and then they, our lives ended. Yeah, they totally blew it. Um, I mean, it was uh, a very good start to the game. Uh, almost unbearably bad end of the game. Um, and a terrible way to start a huge series. You know, pretty much bad, bad news every way you're going to 
you could look at it. Any way you want to cut that, it's not good. Um, and, I mean, staying on brand um, into Saturday. It was so on brand. Um, the score the score was 10-8, to 8, but it was not a 10-8 to 8 game. Um, no. Uh, Blackburn was pretty bad. He was got stung by the long ball a lot. They were hitting the ball. I mean, we let them... The off- we let the offense get hot in the 8th and ninth inning of the first game. And that sunk us for the entirety of the series. They, once they started hitting the end of game one, they did not stop hitting the ball. Um, and we were, we were scoring. I mean, I, we'll, get, we'll talk about it. But um, I just, we had a chance to not let them get going. And they got, they got going, and it definitely rolled into this game. Because they were crushing the ball. It's a terrible game. It was 4-1 um, to one Blue Jays after six, um, yeah, after six innings. A's score two, Blue Jays score six more, and then just for fun, they score t- five more in the ninth just because they hate their fans or yeah, something. I don't know. Another Mark, I think this is the fourth home of the weekend for Mark Canna, so stay hot, Mark Canna. Um, that would, that's, if, that'd be big. That'd be big. We need a lot, we have a lot of, we need a, we need to do a lot of mitigating right now, and if Mark Canna is hot, that'll help mitigate a little bit. Um, but yeah, so bummer of a game. Total bummer of a game. Um, and then Sunday, the only reason Sunday wasn't better was because it wasn't even a thing. There, Sunday was never a game. They, Cole Irvin couldn't get anyone out. They could do nothing against Robbie Ray. And that was it. They they lost 8 nothing. They, it's If you want to talk, I mean, they got two hits. Chris Davis doubled, so that's cool. But... Um, Sunday's yeah, got, game... Spanked. Sunday's I, game was, just felt... Devoid of life. Yeah, yeah, which is um, not good to see. Yeah, I mean the way that the way that game went was super discouraging, honestly, in a lot of ways, because it was like they really needed that game. They really needed to win one, and it looked like they just woke up Sunday morning like we're gonna lose. You know, they they were they just like went through their motions that day like they were gonna lose, and they got spanked. So, um, yeah, a, a, a crushing end to a crushing sweep. They. Every other game aside, they scored so many runs they had no business losing, and that that's the worst part. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, I you know, Robbie Ray is having a great year, and sometimes the pitcher just has a good day. Um, so I guess that well, that's that kind of is what it is. But the other two having two games that you scored enough runs to win and just could not get anyone out is rough, and that's totally what happened. So they had an off day, uh, had an off day yesterday. So hopefully, you know, just forget about it. You know, just just forget about it. Somehow we're not. Somehow we haven't played three and a, three and a half games out of a wild card. And, and we got we got games left. We got a good amount of games left. Twenty five games to play, I think. And I mean, for better or worse, we have a lot of games against teams that we need to have games against. It's true. So we are either gonna play ourselves back into it, or we're gonna absolutely bear ourselves in a hurry here. That's right. Um, My moment of the week was Frankie Montas stepping up big time on Thursday, delivering a huge six and two-thirds innings of seven strikeout ball. He gave up three runs and three walks, five hits, but it was fairly dominant, and they needed that. And then Sean Manaya gets the honorable mention for a huge start against the Blue Jays, even though it went for not. Yeah. They, really, they needed that so bad. And, you know, even... Just losing, to know. losing the games is tough, obviously. Losing the losing the losing the Manai game is tough, but he gave the bullpen a little bit of a break. And just to know that he's not broken is really yeah. nice. Yeah, he was he was looking good. Like he might do that again, which is um, good. 
My moment of the week was that Jed Lowry homer against the Tigers in the first inning. Because we had blown the game before. Morale was low. Needed something to get stoked about. And it was, he didn't even cry. He just kind of poked it out. And, uh, I mean, I guess it went to left center. so we Barreled it up. But it was, uh, we were off and running. And I guess one of his wrists is bothering him, like his left wrist. So he was, I think he hit that right-handed. Kind of one-handed. He hit that, like, right-handed, but... Yeah, because he was no, 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 right. No, no, I'm sorry. His right hand would be his bottom hand. Left handed. He had a left handed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, um, so they don't want him batting righty, or they didn't at the time. So cool that he hit a home run one with his one, one good side. Um, so yeah, and Judd Lyra seems like he's hot. You know, there's like as bad as specifically, specifically, the. it's one of those things if we take the, if you take Blue Jays series out of the picture, there's things to be excited about. But you kind of have to look at, if you're being really, really optimistic, you have to look at good parts of the Blue Jays series and be like, well, there's some stuff going on. Like, but they're, they're crushing the ball. They're absolutely crushing the ball. But um, I just they it would have been better if even winning one of those games. Winning you know, one. Winning <laughs> one would have felt so much. Them. And two of them, it seemed like they could have won if they had just played marginally better. The offense is hot. There's no denying it. And it's I guess it's good, but... They need to start pitching better to make it work. So Mark Hanna had four home runs this week. Matt Chapman had three home runs this week. Jed Lowry, Marte, Kemp, and Murphy each had one. Uh, Most of the lineup has an OPS over 800 for the past week. The ones that don't are Tony, Kemp, Sean Murphy, Elvis, Jan, and Skybolt. Sean Murphy's And Sean Murphy is... He did hit that mega bomb against the Blue Jays. He did. He did, but he's he's struggling a little bit. Elvis Andrus has come back down to earth for sure. He was not that he was ever that high up, but he was better than this. The offense is hot, but then on the pitching side in the last week, there's a 47.25 ERA here uh, belonging to one Lou Trevino. That's not great. Lou Trevino looked like he didn't know what sport he was playing this week. Checking in behind him is Sergio Romo with a 27 ERA. Jake Diekman, 13.5. Cole Irvin, 12.86. And Guerra at 12.0. This is all the last week only, but yikes. Um, yeah, to, give up, to give up seven earned runs in one and a third is not doing it. Well, and I mean, there's a couple nine. There's there's a few nines. There's an eight. The ones Corey was talking about are just the double digit ERAs. There are some high single digit ERAs that are also just brutal. And I don't. It leads you to believe that there was just kind of a blip on the radar. Like they're not all of these dudes are this bad. Some of them might be this bad. I don't know, but not all of them are this bad. So many walks. The only people that didn't walk a batter this last week were Dalton Jeffries, Andrew Chafin, Birch Smith, Shamanaya, and Paul Blackburn. Everyone else was walking up a storm. Um, Dalton Jeffries is looking pretty good. Also, a little aside. Little, little aside. He, uh, he is. He looks like he can do this stuff. I like the, stuff the way his two-seamer sure. moves. Yes, absolutely. He's got a nice changeup. He's got a super nice changeup. Um I just, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. It's, it really feels like we got this black cloud. So, full uh, disclosure here, Dan and I are Sacramento Kings fans. And if you know anything about being a Sacramento Kings fan, it feels a lot like what the last month of Ace Baseball feels like, but perpetually and forever. Yeah. It's and it's like more embarrassing, of, and you don't. Yeah. Anyways, it's worse still. Yeah. Being I, I, yeah. Being a Kings fan is way worse. But if but there is a similarity in the like. It's laughable. You know, like the Kings go 
what, teams go 24 and 58 in a given year, hypothetically. Um, and you look at that and you say the Kings suck. And you're right, they do suck. They only won 24 games. But the worst part about it is of the 58 games they lose, they blow. bet your ass that they, <laughs> they had the lead in like of 42 of those games. Yeah. And not that they were going to win all 42, but they probably, it, watching the whole season made it feel like it was a team that should have won more games. But obviously they didn't, so they're a bad team. And that happens every year with the Kings. Um, and that is, yeah, that's the, a- the A's have been doing that for long stretches this year. Just like what you want to call winnable games, but at this point, that starts to feel less applicable. Like maybe they aren't winnable games this year. Maybe like the way this team is constructed, they're just not going to win those games yeah. that we feel like they should win because they won them the last few years. But um, yeah, I mean, it's becoming a little bit of a theme. You know, like at a certain point, if you're losing a bunch of one-run games, maybe you're just not as not that good. You know, it's it's. Well, now they're not. They're losing eight-run games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, they end up as one. But remember run that games, was a thing for a while. They couldn't win a one-run game. They could not put away a one-run game. Well, yeah. it doesn't matter if the game's close. If you lose, you lose. They've had problems. You know? So um, it's frustrating. It is very frustrating, and it's a. Uh, they don't need to be playing like they. They don't need. This is crazy. This is the first time that they have pitched like this bad all year. And what a time for it to rear its head. You know, like that was that was about about halfway through the game that Simeon walked it off when they were given when they were in the process of blowing that eight to two lead. When it was like eight six, I was like, You have gotta be kidding me. Yep. Yep. Like they're gonna give the, they're gonna blow this lead for sure. And I almost, I mean, even 8-5, I was like, they're going to lose. They're they're going to lose. Unless they score, like, nine more runs, you know? Like, unless they blow up for, like, a huge inning and really put the game away. If they don't score that much more, they're not, they're not going to win. They're not catching any breaks. And that's exactly what happened. So, um, it's tough. It's tough. It's not, it's not the end of the season and it's not the end of the world. But a bad week. There's been a lot of bad luck lately. Bad week. It was a really, really bad week. And um, it feels like it didn't have to be, which makes it worse. Yes. Like, if you just had nothing all week, couldn't hit, terrible pitching, everything, whatever, you're just losing. But there, it was like, they scored enough runs to win. Infinitely more frustrating. Absolutely. Than, than just being a and lifeless it, it team. It is that. It's very frustrating. Interestingly enough, speaking of the bad luck and the good luck, I just noticed that the A's have the exact same record as their expected win-loss record. And, like, the Mariners are way overachieving. The Astros are underachieving. So, and the A's are exactly where they're supposed to be, apparently, based on runs scored and runs allowed and all that good stuff. Uh, so, hopefully, Mariners will slide back down. The A's will slide back up. I don't it's, know. Bob Melvin says to, to, to keep the faith. He says they've got some good baseball left in them and... They're gonna get hot, so. And I will say, I was, uh, I was feeling that gen- it genuinely made me feel better. <laughs> it genuinely make me feel better. because I was, I was bumming, I was bumming. I was, uh, we didn't get to watch. We got, we watched the Tiger series here, but then we went separate directions Vac- this weekend and we were watching baseball. In. Yeah, we were just jet setting across California, um, and uh, I was watching with a bunch of thankfully very sympathetic and friendly Giants fans at a bachelor party. And it was rough. It was a rough... I could feel that all the dudes that I was with were getting, like, secondary stressed. Like, secondary concerns. Because they, they, you know the feeling. You know, I mean, you 
Watching a watching someone watch their team blow a lead is a bummer because you know what it feels like for your team to blow a lead. They're dying. So there was just a lot of like, oh, I'm sorry, man. And it was like, I know you guys are sorry. I don't even know what to say right now. There's, I can't believe my team is playing like this in front of you guys. This is terrible. It's so embarrassing. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, it's uh, one of the good things is Chris Davis is back and looking. You know, I mean, he's not. Uh, he hasn't homered yet, but he's looking like himself. Honestly. It's a small sample size alert, but for what it's worth, in three games and eight at bats, he has a 375 batting average. Yeah. And he's got a 1,000 OPS. He's got, what, two doubles so far, I think? Yeah, and he, he his first at bat, first pitch, RBI double. You know, and it looked like he looked like Chris Davis. You know who's not doing that? A lot of other A's players. Yes. Yes. It's true. Well, I guess so, recently they're all doing it, but. I mean, it's... Not Elvis. Not Elvis. <laughs> Elvis Andrus is falling apart. Um, yeah, I mean, it's... I'm excited about Chris Davis. That's... that's I'm, I'm excited about it to the point where I am interested in what his, like, contract situation is. Going yeah, on. I don't is this, really... Is this the last year of that deal that we gave him? Are we even responsible no, for that No, I think that's anymore? all gone. He's been released. I think he's just, like, a minor league paid player. So, I mean, I think that... I, I went to EBA part, it's not about... He's probably way past arbitration and all that. I think he's um, just a free agent. So, I mean, it'll be... Man, uh, can Chris Davis just go ahead and hit four, 247 this month with, like, maybe five or six homers? And then we're right back where we started with him. Five or six, like, go-ahead home runs? Because I think even if he Big has a pretty hot runs. September, he's not getting a deal from... He's, there's not going to be a bidding war for Chris Davis. You know, so if we want him, we can have him, I think. And I really hope he plays well because I love Chris Davis. And even seeing him... Double the way he kind of used to double gives me a little bit of hope, and we are grasping for straws right now. So anything, anything, anything works, and Chris Davis is definitely counts as something. I cannot wait for his first home run, and I'm sure it's going to be a bomb. I know it's going to be a bomb. The guy home run went nine straight games at <laughs> yeah Triple A. That's crazy. Um, and dude, okay, so we're obviously upset about how the team has been playing. Uh, yeah, we're you know upset. what we haven't said though? I tweeted I freaking hate this team at one point. I didn't mean it. Hashtag you know, ride the wave. <laughs> you know what we haven't said though? That it's Bob Melvin's fault at it's all. It's definitely not I, Bob Melvin's fault. I've seen I have seen some talk about getting rid of Melvin, and let's just unequivocally say right now that this podcast disagrees with that. Take. Yeah, yeah. Bob That's, Melvin is not the issue. I can tell you for sure. I don't know what he's telling them, but I know what he's not telling them. I know he didn't tell Lou, Lou Trevino to go out there and just give up three-run home runs all the time. So, it's fine. Bob Melvin's not the problem. We all know he's great. His, the real, I mean, look at his record throughout history. He's he's great. He is. He's one of the most winningest managers in the franchise history, in baseball history. Yeah, he's, he's, uh... Just because he hasn't won a World Series with the team in ten years doesn't mean he's a bad manager. Yeah, I mean, Bruce Bochy was a good manager for the Padres for a long time. He was a good manager for a long time before he won anything, and then all of a sudden, you know, you win three rings. Takes takes a lot of luck for it to work out in the postseason. Dude, we were actually talking about, we were discussing that this weekend. It, you know, every, I am of the opinion that every every team that wins a championship gets lucky a little bit. Yeah. You know, some of them, that luck margin is a little bit smaller, and they're really, really good, you know. Um, and other teams... They get super lucky, and it's like a random team that wins a, wins a championship. But there's a little bit of luck every single time. And uh, I think 
we uh, are just getting unlucky right now. We're getting unlucky. We're getting unlucky real hard right yeah, now. Unlucky. <laughs> I'm looking at Frank Schwindel right now. That was an unlucky move on our part. He I has, mean, there was no way. Since departing, he just won Player of the Week. I think he hit five home runs this week. He has ten home runs with the Cubs in 33 games, 374 batting average, 421 on base, 195 yeah. OPS plus. Yeah, 30 he's, RBI. He's hitting, he's, he's, <laughs> he's hitting the crap out of the ball. And it's interesting because you remember we talked about him when he was on the A's in, in a past episode um, about how the potential was there because of that one spring training he had for the Royals where he absolutely mashed. And uh, this is what that this is what that was. That's what this is. This, this is he is. This is Frank the Tank. <laughs> yes, this is this the is legend Frank of Frank the Tank. The tank. For sure. Um, and I, I'm happy for him. That's cool. It's, I'm happy for him, too. He's awesome. I'm, it makes me feel better that he's not on the Astros doing this. Yes, for sure. Like and, the Cubs. You know, the Cubs yeah, I like I, the Cubs. I feel like the Cubs are staring into a... They're going... They're, they're reverting back to the old ways. Um, to the point where... Like, do you think they you think they trade Wilson Contreras in the offseason? Like, a, I on think the table, they would. Right? I would think um, that they would. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess... It really... What well, would we go? Three and... Two and, two and four? We two, two and four? four, which is, I guess, better than it feels. God, it felt, yeah, it felt so much worse than that. So, I mean, we said, we said five and one. Um, They're making us look like optimistic dope boys may have, over here. What did I, I may have said two and four at one point. Before I went I think, back. You said one and five, I think. <laughs> I don't know what to do about the predictions. It's I, I think we're... Uh, Maybe we should just skip them. We have proven to not be Nostradamus level prediction makers anyway so um what are we, how are we looking as for predictions where what do we got ahead here white Sox coming to town three run i mean three game set against the white Sox starts tonight we're recording on tuesday because we were vacationing yesterday we were indeed and starts tonight 6 40 the a's the a's season starts tonight it, this is it does indeed and then the Rangers are coming to town for the last three games of the week, Friday through Sunday. Interesting week. So, I think I just read the the White Sox are throwing someone that I've never heard of to start one of these games. So that's going to be interesting. Lenny something. That's interesting. Um, that you never know. You that never bodes, know with that. That bodes well, sort yeah. of maybe. It's interesting because then there's probably not a lot of you know you don't get to you don't know what you're going to be seeing. But if it isn't that good, then yeah, good news. Tonight looks like it's James. Ca- oh, it's tonight. Oh, there you go, Jimmy Lambert. Jimmy Lambert versus James Caprillion. Um, so yeah, we'll see. I know I know Robert's hot. I'm sure they've got a few dude, a few dudes that are hot right now. But I know Robert's playing really well. Got the lineup. Yeah. Josh Harrison leading off, Starling Marte, no Chris Davis, so a pretty standard lineup. Tony Kempin left, Jan catching, Jed DHing. We'll Hopefully see. the Marks and the Mats stay hot. Yeah, let's get Caprillion back on track. Let's get everybody back on track. Um, it's in Oakland. I love playing in Oakland. I'm predicting three and three. I don't know, because I have no idea. That's I'm going to say four and two. Okay. Um. So that's that'd be cool if they're if they go four and two. I'm gonna be in a way better mood than I am right now. If they can go four and two, and the Astros can stink, that'd be sweet. Um, Astros Mariners just stink. Yeah, please, everybody, just lose all your games. Are they playing each other? The Astros and the Mariners. 
Yes, they are. Hmm. That's not what we need. I guess... I don't know. That's they tough. Can't lose. I guess we just want them to Split. lose. We want... What do we want? We both, want we want the games to, to get postponed indefinitely and for them to have to play like 20 doubleheaders in a row? I don't know. No, I, we want the games to be canceled. <laughs> and no, forfeit. Postponed. postponed. They, they must each forfeit. We want the games, games to be postponed and then I want them both to go on such tremendous losing streaks that they don't even ever make up the games because it doesn't matter. That's right. And, <laughs> there we go. There we go. And then the season's over. <laughs> and the A's win the West. Um... Anyway, coolest thing you saw in baseball this week? For me, it was when I was at my lowest after the A's had lost every game this week. And the Red Sox and the Rays were playing. The Rays are just running away with the division, so we kind of don't, like, we would prefer them to win over the Red Sox, who we are directly competing with, of course. And the Red Sox were winning in the ninth inning. And then Austin Meadows hits a game-tying inside-the-park home run, and I could not believe it. And they went on to win. The Rays scored another run. They were up by two, no, one. I don't know. Anyways, there are more runs getting scored. In the end, the Rays won. Huzzah. Um, yeah, it was, it, was, it was sick. And it was, uh, man, Verdugo got fully turned around. Yeah, he had a rough game. I saw earlier in that game he... Missed a fly ball on bases loaded with Nelson Cruz hitting, and they ended up like throwing the ball away on a relay back to the infield, and it was like a grand slam thing. Yeah, that sucks. Um, yeah, he's we had a tough time. He got a he took a weird it was he, he took a weird angle on trying to catch that ball. He definitely wasn't going to catch it. Don't know why he jumped for it. And I don't the ball didn't come off the wall at a super weird angle. So I was a little bit baffled as to how he so quickly had no idea where it was. It's probably just a sunny, um, windy day. Who knows? And also, yeah, it was crazy. There was, Jose Iglesias was out there backing him up from short somehow. It was crazy. It was a wild play. Um, my coolest thing was, um, I feel like we haven't talked about this. We talk, we talk about it a lot. But I don't feel like we haven't talked about this on here in a while. Um, Shohei going seven strong, trekking out nine. And then the next day... Hitting his 43rd home run of the year. Um, and it was like 430 That is really cool. And it was a tater. Yep. And uh, his, I mean, just over the last, we can talk about the season, I guess, but just over the last month, as a pitcher, the guy's got a 3 one ERA and a one-flat whip in 26 innings with 29 Ks. And as a batter, he's only hitting 202, which was a little bit surprising, but he's got six homers and eight bags. He just is like at any time, it's it's not even like a five tool. The five tool thing you gotta like we have to yeah, I gotta create a different category because like on a, the guy walks out on a baseball field and he's doing like six things. He's doing a lot, you know, and he's not even having a good month, you know. Like he's there, everything that I just said, which is crazy. I think that's a down month on both ends for him. Oh, I think he he's yeah. definitely pitched. He's had better pitching months and better hitting months, probably at the same time. I mean, maybe maybe fifty homers wouldn't be that surprising. Yeah. Maybe 30, 30 steals, maybe thirty doubles, maybe a hundred runs. You know. But right. we but we digress. A's um, are sitting three and a half back of Boston, four back of the Yankees. 
half game back of the Blue Jays and the Mariners. So it's not over yet, folks. Yeah, it's all really, See what really happens. Close. Six There's... back of Houston. That's even doable. Yeah, it's all gettable. It's just what they need to get. They need to get pretty hot. They need to get hot. They need to get hot. And if so they don't, cool. then oh well. Um, Our A's great look back today. We're highlighting Ramon Hernandez. Love Ramon Hernandez. Did we did we did. Is this two catchers in a row? Catchers. Two catchers kick, in a row. Maybe. Um, love him though. Career twenty two point oh WAR, one hundred and sixty nine home runs, two sixty three batting average, uh, seven hundred fifty seven RBI. <laughs> career nine stolen bases, three twenty seven on base, four seventeen slugging, seven forty four OPS. That's a 96 OPS plus for a catcher. That is not bad. not bad at all. Quite a few seasons where he was well above average, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, highest ever was 118 with the Padres the year 2004, a year after he left us. I forgot it. he had some good, year, good years with the Padres. He did have some good years with the Padres, for sure. Did not strike out very much. No, he did not. Put the ball in play. Mm-hmm. Good OBPs. Definitely some power. Good catcher. Yeah, he hit 21 home runs for us. Yeah. It's cool. He came up in 1999 at age 23, caught 40 games, and he was the starting catcher for the next four years, 2000 to 2003. Yeah, on a mostly upward trajectory. And, I mean, those were some of the greatest years in Oakland history. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really, really fun teams, and he was a very integral part of them, you know? I mean, he was in, in, like, he was in the lineup with Eric Chavez and Eric Burns and Miguel Tejada. It's fun teams. He was named an All Star in two thousand three. Yeah, twenty one home. He's hitting two seventy three, that year. One oh seven OPS plus when it was all said and done. He went on to hit twenty nine home runs with the Orioles in two thousand six. Oh, you're right. Twenty three home runs. I was looking at doubles. Twenty three home runs and twenty nine doubles same season though. From our catcher? Are you kidding me? Good stuff. And uh, yeah, I remember he had like a really cool squeeze bunt. Yeah. Back in the day totally. for the A's. Ramon Jose Hernandez. We remember you fondly. Born June 12th. Oh, no, that was his last game. That was his last game. Born June 12th, 2013. (laughs) (laughs) Born May 20th, 1976 in Caracas, Venezuela. All right. Well, that wraps up our episode for today. Let's hope there are better days ahead starting tonight. You want to say they can't pitch worse, so we'll see. I hope not. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, it's still we're still having fun. Um, yeah, and we'll be back having more fun next week. I encourage you all to uh, wear your rally caps shamelessly. Let's do it. And we were discussing um, live streaming games, live streaming us watching games on Twitter. So that might be something we do. I don't yeah. know. We're gonna think Possibly. about it a little bit more and maybe ask people what they think about it. So. If you have a strong thought about that, let us know. But, um, yeah, we may do that. But uh, otherwise, have a good week, everyone. Bye. Bye.